So this week, the 16th and the 17th of March, is the Feast of Purim. What is Purim? It's found in the book of Esther. It's a feast. And there's something about understanding the feasts with God that puts you, that breaks the world you're living in that the enemy's trying to create and shifts you out of that space. It is when you understand and walk with the rhythm of God and understand how God's system works, the sons of Issachar understood the times and the seasons and what Israel ought to do. And it doesn't matter if you're on a holiday, you must get into the rhythm of God. Because, that's what the Lord said to me last night. Got my first decent sleep last night when I said yes to God to come to church and to preach. You know, I want those that talk such a lot about being a Christian to come and take this walk. God's not interested in my comfort. He's interested in His purpose. And if He has to interrupt your holiday and shut down flights and do a whole gun crazy stuff, to have His will and have His way is what we signed up for, right? I said yes to God. Is it also yes when I'm on holiday? To stop it? Oh, it's okay for me, not for you. (laughs) Let's get into the understanding. I've been dealing with so much demonic, satanic, wicked, perverse, unrighteous thoughts. And I know it's not God. Like God doesn't care, you're not going to fulfill your purpose. I mean, I have never been under such demonic attack ever that I could not leave my hotel for six days. The place we stayed in. And coming back this weekend, I'm like, God, okay, so what is the real problem? And the Lord shows me this feast of Purim. So Esther, we speak about how she got favor and Vashti was dismissed and Esther became and queen and then the rest of it we really miss because from chapter 3, Mordecai begins to say, listen, there's something in the atmosphere that letters have been signed to destroy the children of, of, of the Jewish people. And there is an assignment of the enemy against families. There's an assignment where you feel like you're not going to make it. It's a feeling that you're having in the atmosphere, but you know that, number one, it's not of God, but you know that the enemy is plotting something. And so he says to Esther, he says, Esther, listen, 
She says, I'm queen now and I can't just approach the king. He says, listen, if you don't go, don't you ever think that you and your family is going to be saved. You and your household will perish. But who knows if you've come into the kingdom for such a time as this. And so the whole story unfolds with Esther having to create a banquet and the chapters are just 10 chapters of the book but it's so powerful and so impactful for me because as I'm studying this you're realizing that they, the battle is real. But the victories are just as real and twice as sweet. I'm going to give you a moment. To believe that there's a breaking. It's in your favor. That God can take me out of a holiday to bring a message to you, for your family, for your home. Someone's going to really praise the Lord this morning. Because there is a reason why God will pull me out of a holiday and say, go and deal with whatever's in the atmosphere. Cut off the work of wickedness against the people of God. I've come with a clear message. I might go back and leave tomorrow, but I'm here with a message for you today. So, before I get into the depth of my message, I just wanted us to take a time to praise. Let me tell you why. Because the title of my sermon is called A Divine Reversal. Let, let me read the Feast of Purim. I know you're looking for 10 points, but if God's interrupting my holiday and all the like, I uh, like, here, here's what you get. Esther chapter 9 and verse 18. Just keep standing. We're going to praise a little bit. Because I want to show you the reason why you're sensing this in the atmosphere. And it's a supernatural thing. That you can sense that there is... While the enemy has been plotting on the left, God has created the breakthrough for you on the right. Here's what the Lord said to me last night. He said, son... A lot can happen in one year. If you don't deal with the cycle of what's going on in the atmosphere now, people's lives are going to be destroyed. Because it is true, the enemy don't play fair. He doesn't care if you're young or old, if it's a baby or whatever. He comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And he will destroy your family, and he will go after your grandchildren, and he will mess with them if you don't learn how to deal with the cycle in a season. Now the festivals are given because there is a window of opportunity that allows you to break into that space and approach the throne room of heaven. This thing with Esther
Let me just tell you what they called it and then we can just celebrate a little bit. I'm going to preach. But the Jews who were at Shushan assembled. This is after all the drama had passed and they gained the victory. They assembled together on the 13th day as well as on the 14th. This was the 16th and 17th of March. And on the 15th of the month, they rested and made it a day of feasting and gladness. Therefore, the Jews of the villages who dwelt in the unwalled towns celebrated the 14th day of the month of Adar with gladness and feasting as a holiday and for sending presents to one another. Look at your neighbor and say, I will, I'll give you my address after this. Amen. Amen. And Mordecai wrote these things and sent letters to all the Jews near and far who were in all the provinces of King Azarias to establish among them that they should celebrate yearly the 14th and 15th days of the month of Adam as the days of which the Jews had rest from their enemies. May the Lord give you rest from all your enemies all around you. Come on, somebody. May the Lord give us rest. Holiday time is holiday time. Rest from every enemy. I've come to deal with this demonic and satanic forces that is messing with the rest of God's people. I've come to release a word in this atmosphere. I've come to decree an apostolic decree that this is days of feasting and gladness. This is days where demonic forces are going to bow in the name of Jesus. You keep reading with me. Gave them rest from their enemies in the month which was turned from sorrow to joy. There's an apostolic decree in this house. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I've come to deal with that demonic atmosphere in the name of Jesus. Come on, reading. You, you read with me. This is how it should be. From morning to what? A holiday. For messing with one holiday. We're calling for holidays everywhere. Everywhere. You cannot mess with our holiday and there not be a recompense. Call for that right now. And they should make them days of feasting and joy, of sending presents to one another and even gifts to the poor. So the Jews accepted the custom which they had begun as Mordecai had written to them. I want you to know for the first time last night, I had a decent sleep. I woke up this morning like there's peace in my environment. I'm trying to help somebody. It's not normal for you to be harassed every single day. It is not normal for the enemy to threaten your life every day. It is not normal for you to think on death and suicide and quitting and giving up and hopelessness and despair and darkness every day it should be that there's light in your environment that there's hope in your environment 
there, there's life in your environment. Come on, somebody. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. We're calling for a divine reversal. Come on, bring it. Here comes the glory. the glory put up Psalm 124 I want you to know today that this altar is open because there's a divine reversal taking place on this altar this morning I want to announce it in the heavenlies that there is a divine reversal come on read with me if it had not been the Lord who was on our come on is God on your side this morning let Kingdom Life Embassy now say now say it if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side let kingdom life embassy now say now say if it had not been the lord who was on our side when men rose up against us they would have swallowed us alive when their wrath was kindled against us if the devil could destroy you he will destroy you but I've come to let you know this morning that the Lord is on your side. That God is fighting for you. God is on your side. There is hope in Jesus. There is, come on, there is a name that is above every other name. Let that name rise up. Then the waters would have overwhelmed us. I've never felt this thing. I'm like, God, I've never in all my years never enjoyed a meal couldn't sit and enjoy my environment just waters Sharon like waters overwhelming me morning noon and night then the waters would have overwhelmed us the stream would have gone over our soul you understand what the enemy is after He's after your soul. He wants your soul to be anxious, to be worried, to be dried out, to be messed up. He wants everything in your soul to be messed up. But God is on your side. Then the swollen waters would have gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord. Oh devil. If you could take a bite, you would have. Oh devil. If you could have taken a bite, you would have. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as prey to their teeth. Come on. I need somebody to hear the word of the Lord. Hosanna to Jehovah. You are the If it had not been 
was always on your side. <laughs> the enemy would have swallowed us, would have drowned in their waters. But our souls have found an escape. Come on. inside of us he's gonna complete it until the day of Jesus Christ everybody shouted a good amen in this church ah devil you should have killed me when you had a chance <laughs> you should have killed me when you had a chance it's too late now there's a divine reversal. There's a divine reversal. There's a divine reversal. The foulest snake is broken. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Put up that scripture. Put up that scripture, Psalm 124. Our soul. What's he after? He's after your soul. What does he want? He wants you offended. He wants you out of the will of God. Yet the Bible says in him we love. I get to move. Not based upon holidays and, 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 and what the weather's like and, and who's got accommodation and 
who's not flying and who's that's got nothing to do with me in him we love in him we move in, you, in him I live and move and I have my being my come on being. in you who I live and move and have please hear me Jesus is the lover of your soul you can go on a holiday but have no rest in your soul he wants to restore your soul the enemy wants to arrest you in your soul your mind your will and your emotions makes up your soul he wants you to wake up with worry go to bed with worry think about how's that gonna work out he told me about all my failures he told me about the things that I never that never worked out he never once told me about the breakthrough that we've been getting he never once told me my children are delivered he never spoke about the multi-millionaires he never spoke to me about the kind of preaching he never told me about the kind of stuff that kingdom life embassy is doing he never told me about the souls being saved he never told me in my soul Why do I come to church? My soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare this morning is broken. And we have escaped. Listen to me. Here's my altar call. Why would you stay in your sin? Why would you stay with your depression? Why would you stay outside of the will of God? Where in Him you live, move and have your being. Why eat with the pigs? Why stay outside of the Father's house? Why go outside of His will? Why stay there? You made a mistake. That's not the end of your life. It's time to come home. Because the enemy has got you gripped. Like you trapped in the snare that he set up for you. And what's he doing? When he's got you in that snare, he says you're not going to make it. You made too many mistakes. People don't love you. They won't care about you. They're going to reject you. They're not going to accept you. Those are all lies because you're trapped in a snare. But this morning, now the fowler's snare has been broken. Now the fowler, the fowler's snare has been broken. Come on. Let there be a divine reversal this morning. Come on. Over your home. 
over your marriage, over your family, over your business. Come on, sow your seed this morning. Come on, break that thing. For those who know, it's called Purim. It's the day they celebrate the divine reversal. The day they found out that God is their help. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord. Come on. This is a good time for offerings and gifts and love and celebration and exchange. Come on, somebody. The curse has been reversed in this place. God bless you. It's good to be home. guys are phenomenal the church this church is blessed I could have flown straight from the airport straight here because there's breakthrough right here I said there's breakthrough right here I kept on getting in this week like just bad news is coming but you know that's not God and when you're sensing that in the atmosphere is to break that thing and to say no no let, let, let me tell you what I sense when I got quiet with the Lord yesterday I started praying I saw like a cluster of just bubbles. And I'm like, God, this, he says, these are the mysteries of the kingdom. That as the church continues down this road, you'll find these things are going to pop in the atmosphere. Miracles over people. Miracles over families. Financial miracles over people's lives. Healing's going to break through. Let me tell you today, it's what I sense. Someone, the enemy plotted an assignment of cancer over someone's life. I believe that there is a divine reversal going to take place this morning. Listen to this apostle. If you've had the thought of an early death, I'm dealing with some things in the atmosphere. I have shared with you 
the kind of fight I've been in. But I am telling you now, I am here dealing with that spirit that told you you're not going to make it. Like you must take care of your soul. No, Jesus is the lover of your soul. Someone that had the constant thought of not making it, of death, an early death. Come. Something's happening in this atmosphere. My help is in the name of the Lord. I'm sharing my testimony with you so you don't have to be ashamed of that thought. I looked at this and I said, I can understand why somebody would want to quit on life. I got it. I've never felt so depressed and hopeless like my life meant nothing. Can you believe that? That the enemy tells me that my life is not making a difference. standing in the presence of a living God today and I'm saying, but devil, where are you now? Because it's a lie. Now you ask yourself, how is it that he's lying to you? Because the same story he tells me, he tells you. It's almost as God allowed me to feel what others are feeling. Like you make too many mistakes and your life's going nowhere. And like what's the point? There's an atmosphere for miracles right now. Listen to me, that depression is breaking this morning. That spirit of suicide has been cut off from this place. The hopelessness. Today that day. Woo! Woo! my baby it's a lie a miracle just here for you that fear your life's not over you're going to live long and you're going to live strong God's forgiven you walk in it come mama we need you to be strong Here it comes. There's the life of God. It's called the Zoe kind of life. It's not over. Let your soul escape this morning. Let it break. Miracles. 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 Too much pressure on you, son. Pressure on the word. Receive the Father's love now. You see that? It's because the enemy came visiting of how a father deals with you. Like it's over. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's 
It's a lie. It's a lie. I break that spirit of hopelessness and depression. You are who God says you are. Receive it. His love for you. Too many mistakes, too many, too, too far behind lies of the enemy. I break that thing. I cut off that spirit of suicide. Hide him from the scourge of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, hopelessness breaks. From your atmosphere, full with joy and peace in believing. She may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. There you go. Your soul is escaping. Soul, now let her go. Now let her go. Now let her go. Come, son. Lies. Deception. Breaks. Break. 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 is broken you are worthy because the blood of Jesus has made you breathe in the fresh life breathe in the life of God sever the lie of the enemy cause it to rise up old ceilings new floors. Let them become love. Let them become miracles. Breakthrough. You will live and not die. You will live and not die. I keep feeling it. God is on our side. Cut off the spirit of suicide, depression, hopelessness, helplessness. Your help is in the name of the Lord. Today, we decree and declare a divine reversal upon you and your family in the mighty name of Jesus. There is an answer coming for your situation. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Clap your hands one more time for Jesus. Greetings to everybody. You may be seated. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Just for a few minutes. Holy Ghost, help me. Yeah. 
1 John chapter 5 verse 14. 1 John 5 and 14. Now this is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, do you know that God hears you? Do you know that you're the righteousness of God? Do you know that you are blood washed? Do you know that you belong to Jesus? That you understand that God doesn't hear the prayer of a sinner except that to repent. But He hears the cry of the righteous. The desire of the righteous will be granted. And if we know that He hears us, if you know, why are you not asking? Whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions. Your whole prayer yesterday was not about confidence, it was about petitions. The Bible says, pray and petition. Now you can boldly come into the throne room of grace because the blood has supplied that for you to come in and so that you can know that you can pray. But what about petitions? What about petitioning for a thing? This week we had a couple of guys again stand before a certain government department and they were petitioning. There's a difference between prayer and petitioning. Petitioning is before a righteous judge. The book of Esther is about Esther petitioning the king. She never prayed. She needed permission to come forward and to present her case. You have the judgment throne of God. When you're dealing with Purim, you're dealing with the window of opportunity that she was, she said, I can't just go to the king. He's got to show his golden scepter. He's got to give me permission to approach. She had a petition that Haman wanted to kill the children and destroy all the Jews. And she needed the king to reverse the order. It, she needed a divine reversal. She said, now you fast and you pray. But I'm going to wait for the king to give permission. And it was, in a moment, an opportunity, a time, a season. That it's like all of heaven opened. And the king granted a permission to approach her. Sons of Issachar understood the times and the seasons and what Israel ought to do. So any person that doesn't walk with discernment, they spend the whole year missing the seasons of God. That God would tell me, get out of your holiday, I need you to deal with the season. This is not ordinary. 
There's a plotting and a planning and a scheming of the enemy against the people of God. And I want you to address it in the heavenlies because I've given you an opportune moment to come. Now I am telling you, you're the righteousness of God and you can boldly enter into the throne room of grace. But I am telling you like you know, even as a farmer, you can't go planting seeds right now. Your chilies are not going to grow. There's a time and a season when you plant certain things, when you do certain things, that certain things begin to move for you if you get the timing right. Everybody say timing. Say there's a rhythm to God. There's a rhythm with God. There's something about knowing that I know I'm tired, but I got to get up to the dance floor with the Lord. I know that this doesn't look like anything, but this is the season. Mordecai is standing outside and he's saying, tell Esther, she needs to approach the king. Some of you have been getting a no your whole year. And even years before that, only because you not understood the timing of God in a thing. Some prophet called me up and he said, sir, the Lord says, it's not that there's any sin or anything wrong with you. The Lord says it's only about timing. The Lord says He'll bring everything together if you can understand the rhythm of God. The Lord says He's waiting for a couple of things to come together. He says there's no problem. He's God's waiting on certain things to come together. Don't be impatient. But when God says now is the season, then you got to get out of Cape Town. You got to get out of your holiday. You got to get out of holiday mode and get into the presence of a living God. Because now is the time. Permission granted. Permission granted. Permission granted. Permission granted. Someone's going to hear the word of the Lord. You can't come after service and say, you know, the, the, the waters were really stirring. And I know I was dealing with depression and fear and suicide, but I, I, could, I didn't want to come. It's too late then, honey. Why are you not here now? Why are you not sowing your seed now? Why aren't you going with God now? Come on, say permission granted. Say there's an open heaven. Come on, say this is your season. Someone's going to get the favor of the Lord in the season. Of course you're all favored. But there are some that are more favored than others because they understand timing. This is not that season. It's different. This year's different. I don't know what it is. God's going to make up with the holidays. Let me tell you, I'll have a better sleep tonight than I had in the last 10, 12 days. Let me say this to somebody. I'd rather be fighting with the people in the will of God than holidaying outside of the will of God. Give me a verse. So, he goes plotting all of this stuff. And Lord, you're going to help 
Esther chapter 7. Pick up verse 1 and 2. Esther chapter 7. Your grace has found me. Woo. And it found a light in your head. Woo. We're singing, man. When you're approaching the throne Just of the king, call upon you. Come on. Singing, man. Woo. Just Your grace has found me just as I am. Empty-handed. Empty-handed but alive in your hands. We're singing majesty. We're singing majesty. You see this thing, Bishop, uh, Pastor H. There is something about understanding the courts of God when she begins to petition the king. She's not, that's not her husband. That's not her lover. That's the king. And the approach is different. There is this majesty. There is this honor. This is this respect. That my prayer is different. I don't just, ah. No, this is the king of glory. This is the king of majesty. This is you speaking to God differently. With the reverence. This is not the wife that sneaks in on the side and say, hey, brah, that woman, that, the people need help. No, no, no. This is a woman that understands honor. Majesty. When you go to court, your honor. You walk into those courts and you're approaching him because you need help. This is the courts of heaven. I need God to overturn some things concerning our families, concerning our homes. And the Lord said to me, if you don't deal with it now, a year's a long time for the enemy to mess with your life. To torment you every day. A lot can happen in a year. But if you take one day and just approach the throne, this judgment, this courtroom of heaven, and say, Your Honor, I am asking for the restraining order over our children over our children against the enemy. I am asking you, this is our petition as a family this morning, that you would break the spirit of strife over our homes. We're petitioning you. Is there any family going to petition the Lord this morning? I'd say I lift up the Holland name before you. And I'm asking you for the spirit of reconciliation. There is an enemy that has plotted to kill to steal and to destroy my family. But I'm asking you this morning, Your Honor, here's my petition. According to Your Word, I have confidence knowing that this is Your will, that no man perishes. 
but that you would grant permission that every order that has been sent over our families and over our children and over our destiny and over our purpose, that it be reversed today in the name of Jesus. Here's my petition. Where there's been a curse of poverty in my home, that there be a divine reversal this morning and that you will send prosperity now. King of glory, your honor. We ask in the name of Jesus that every letter sent to destroy our children, it be cut off today in the name of Jesus. We're calling for this year as the year of recompense that there'll be a payout for all the hell that we've been through. That all the years that the locust has eaten, I'm standing before the courts of heaven and I'm asking for our families that there be a divine reversal today where there should have been death. Let life come. Where there should have been brokenness. I'm asking you to bring Here's my request. Here's my petition. And Lord, your honor, I'm not standing alone. I got families with me here today. And we are all petitioning you. And we're all standing before your courts. And everybody that's online that's in agreement with us, we're asking. Wherever the enemy plotted destruction and failure, death, that you cancel and annul that thing today in the name of Jesus. According to Isaiah chapter 2818. Put that up. Your covenant, here's your, the word over your family and your home. Your covenant with death will be annulled. That's the petition. That the covenant, the words we spoke, that we said we're not going to make it, the thoughts we entertained, that is not of the, of the word of God. Can you repent of them quickly this morning? cancel them right now in your atmosphere. Shut the door to the enemy. Repent before the Lord for any word curses you spoke. Things you said. Thoughts you thought. Things you entertained from the enemy. Can you cancel that this morning? And repent of that quickly before the Lord. Father, we apologize. Our words will only bring life. Your covenant with death will be annulled and your agreement with Sheol will not stand. Some of you have agreed with the devil that you're going to die before your time. And you created legal ground and standing because of your agreement with death. It's been cancelled today in the name 
of Jesus. Your agreement with death will not stand this morning. Will not stand this morning. Whatever covenant you entered into by speaking death over your children, your family, your future, it's annulled today before the courts of heaven. Everybody said amen in this place. Amen. Here's our petition. Righteous judge. Here's our request. We're asking to cancel every death, every form of poverty, destruction, wickedness and perverseness that's been set up against us that we agreed with. We're calling right now for a restraining order over our family against the enemy. Everybody agree with that? Is there a petition for that? And number three, we're calling for a payout for all the years that the locust has eaten. We have a promise that God will restore to us all the years the locust has eaten. Your bonds will overflow. Your vats will overflow with new wines. Your bonds will be full. We're calling for restoration. Everybody shout restore. Shout restore. Restore. Shout restore. Restore. Shout restore. Restore. It's called Purim. I don't have the grace to teach on all of this. Simple. Ten chapters. Go and read it. Easy, easy reading. There is a divine reversal in the atmosphere. How many believe? How many believers in this place? Here's the apostolic decree. Every curse is reversed right now. Someone's going to do a turn. Come on, do a turn. Do a turn. Do a turn. Come on. Do a turn. Do a turn. Glory. Quickly, scriptures. Esther 7 verse 7. Then we can go. So this guy, Haman, who's plotted against the people of God, now then goes and prepares even a noose at the gallows for the people of God. The king hears about this wicked thing. And the king arose in his wrath from the banquet of wine and went into the palace garden. But Haman stood before Queen Esther pleading for his life. For he saw that evil was determined against him by the king. When the king returned from the palace garden to the place of the banquet of the wine, Haman had fallen across the couch where Esther was. Then the king said, you will also assault the queen while I am in the house. As the word left the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. May the devil and all his wickedness be covered and wrapped in the season. All of his plotting and planning, his wickedness. Now Harbona, one of the eunuchs said to the king, Look, 
the gallows, 50 cubits high, which Haman made for Mordecai, who spoke on the king's behalf, is standing at the house of Haman. Then the king said, hang him on it. May the devil be hung on every wickedness he's plotted against you and your family. The very thing that he plotted against your family is going to be hung by the very noose. Every work of wickedness against you and your family. So they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. I am telling you now, the king's wrath will not be subsided until everybody that is plotting and planning wickedness against the church, wicked against, wickedness against God's people. This thing must be reversed in the season. There's a divine reversal. You will live and not die. You will move forward. You will rise to the next level. You will get the promotion in the mighty name of Jesus. Esther 9 verse 1. Now in the twelfth month, that is in the month of Adar, on the thirteenth day, the time came for the king's command and his decree to be executed. So there was a king's decree executed against the God's people. But Esther, in her wisdom and her boldness, went before the king and there was all. she used the wisdom of God to create this divine reversal. On the day that the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them. Everybody read with me. Roy, say it. The opposite occurred. Come on, say it. The opposite's going to occur. They say you're going to die. The opposite's going to occur. They say poverty in your home. The opposite's going to occur. They say depression. The opposite will occur. I want to announce it in the heavenlies. You're going to be promoted. They say you're shutting the door. God says the opposite will occur. They say you can't have it. God says the opposite will occur. They say it's time to shut down. God says the opposite will occur. So my time away, I'm sitting and thinking about all the stuff that we just downscaled on the programs and my life and the ministry and trying to get a bit more focus in. You know, don't want to be with that, don't want to do that, don't want to get involved in this and and and. And my world became really, really small and I'm thinking it's going to get better because I just me and myself and I. Then the Lord takes me to Jabez. I'm like, explain. So the Bible says that Jabez, his mother called him Jabez because he was born in pain. The Lord says to me, read. <laughs> so my pain, the right thing for Jabez to do is to say, keep my world small. Put up the prayer of Jabez in Chronicles, please, quickly. So it's a simple prayer because there's nothing else about Jabez in the Bible. I know we're off, but I'm, I'm on with God. I'm good. I think it's First Chronicles somewhere, somewhere. Find it for me. But here's the power. So Jabez is born. His mother names him because of her world that she's in. She says, is Jabez because of pain? Oh, the church is going to see this. It's two verses, man. Watch. 
1 Chronicles 4 verse 9. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers and his mother called his name Jabez saying because I bore him in pain. Don't let your past define you. Tell your neighbor, don't let your pain define you. Come on. Don't let your pain define you. Don't let your past and the pain you've been in, don't let it define you. Don't let it define you because I'm saying, God, God, I, I just don't like this environment and I'm, and I'm struggling to deal with the pain in my environment because if I go left, I'm, I'm reminded about my failures and if I go right on social media, it's, it's you know, I, it's like I, I'm finding all the stuff in my environment and, and, and all I want to do is take my environment and go smaller. The Lord says, read the scripture. The Lord says, read the scripture. When Jabez came to the realization of his world that he was born into, Jabez doesn't say, make my world smaller. He says, make my world bigger. So his mother says, based upon my world and your past, son, your name is Jabez. Jabez, when he grows up, he says, I don't have to stay in this world of pain. But the way God fixes your pain, He enlarges your territory. Come on, read with me. It's in your Bible. And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, to deal with my past and my pain. To deal with my little world and the people with their small mentalities where I come from. That want to treat me like they don't, like they know me. And want to define me based upon my past and my pain. Oh, that you would bless me. But he doesn't say just bless me. He says, now bless me a lot. Can you say that? I mean, what kind of a preacher is this that comes up on you and say, I have, I just, wanna, I just wanna pray for me. Don't worry about you, just let me pray for me. I wanna say, oh Lord, bless me and bless me a lot. Oh, how selfish. No, that's in your Bible. What was God dealing with? What's the common thing? Read and enlarge my territory, that your hand be with me, that you keep me from evil that I don't give to people what they gave to me. I feel the anointing just kicked in right now. For enlarged territory, for the favor of the Lord. Someone's gonna hear the word of the Lord. God doesn't fix your pain by making your world smaller. God fixes your pain by enlarging your territory. Can somebody shout an amen in this church? Say, bless me. Say, bless me a lot. Say, bless me. I don't want you to destroy my world that I come out of. Just increase my territory. Somebody start stretching your hands left and right. Because I'm seeing God enlarging your territory. There are new relationships God's going to give you that will love you and respect you and honor you.
empower you, believe in you. God's going to do this in the season. He's going to enlarge your territory. That company never worked out and they robbed you and they, and they owe you money and, 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 and. That, that's pain, man. How do I fix pain? Say, bless me a lot, Lord. Come on. Say, bless me and bless me a lot. <laughs> Say, enlarge my territory. Oh, your hand be with me. Come on. Your hand be with me from today. You keep me from evil that I don't give pain to people that gave me pain. Come on. Shout it in this place. In the kingdom of God, you don't go tit for tat. You don't say, Lord, when I get better, I'm going to show you. Oh, no, no, no. When I get better, you'll see me. I won't see you. Because my world will be different. May the Lord enlarge your territory. May the Lord bless you indeed. May the Lord deal with all the pain and where people have mocked you and said you're never going to make it and told you that you're useless. Word curses spoken over your life. Come on, say bless me, Lord. Come on, you shout. Pray for you, pray for you. Say, Lord, bless me. Come on, somebody online, say bless me, Lord. Send me new relationships. Bless me. chapter 10 Haman comes after Mordecai and torments him and has letters to destroy him God creates a divine reversal Esther chapter 10 is four verses so simple and King Azarius imposed tribute on the land and on the islands of the sea now all the acts of his power and his might and the account of the greatness of Mordecai to which the king advanced him are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Media, Media, Media and Persia? For Mordecai the Jew was second to King Azarius and was great among the Jews and well received by the multitude of his brethren seeking the good of his people and speaking peace to all his countrymen three verses because the way God gives you a divine reversal he doesn't leave Mordecai for fighting for people he doesn't leave him in a small place for the pain he's been through he enlarges his territory he says you second in charge 
I am promising this to somebody today. I'm, I prophesy this as an apostolic decree. Where there's been pain in your world, there's a promotion coming for your life in the name of Jesus. Enlarge territories. Come on. Everybody shout a good amen in this church. My time is up. The Lord bless you and keep you. Cause His face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you. Lift up His countenance upon you and give you His peace. You will walk in victory all the days of your life. You are anointed for service. This is your season for promotion. I bless you. I decree and declare that there's a divine reversal in your home. Receive an offering. this morning the offering baskets please can you send them around as we continue to worship and praise the Lord won't you bless this morning don't miss this moment amen so into the anointing card machines are available at the back of the church but so into this anointing amen a divine reversal has been a decreed over this house over our lives and over our families and we're sowing into that anointing today in Jesus mighty name amen and amen bless me Bless me, oh Lord, bless me indeed, enlarge my territory, oh Lord, bless me Hallelujah, won't you bless this morning in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing, amen. What has been apostolically decreed over this house and over our lives, we will see the manifestation of it from today and as we move throughout this week, amen. God is good to you, God is good to this house. He even brought the apostle to come and deliver this thing in this season, in this moment, in this time, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Please be seated. I'm going to bless you as we go. We can have a quick conversation after the service, but I just want to dismiss everybody, dismiss everyone online. I know today is a marker that we can put down in this church. Today is a marker. Mark this date. 
I'm expecting to see the miracles, the signs, and the wonders just burst forth out of this church from a moment like today. Amen. Father, bless your people. As this word was decreed and declared over our lives, over this church, over the city, and over this nation. We thank you, Lord, for the divine reversal in the season. And as we go today, Father God, we'll see the manifestation of this word evident in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we all agree and say, Amen, amen and Amen. God bless you.